Welcome to the Loveland Libcast, the official podcast of the Loveland Public Library. Joining me today for this episode of the Loveland Libcast, I have Cindy, one of the children's librarians here at the Loveland Public Library. Cindy, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hi, everyone. And we have a returning guest, Monique, another one of our fabulous children's librarians. I think you were the third guest that we ever had on Was here. I? Yeah. I, I mean, I feel pretty famous. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do here. We turn people into celebrities. <laughs> Monique, thank you for coming back to the Loveland Libcast. Thanks for having me, Daniel. I'm excited to be back. And our special guest today, who is going to talk to us about an upcoming event in September. We have Nancy Brown Kearns of Jim Bay Jive. Nancy, welcome to the Loveland Libcast. Thank you. So today our topic is a community drum circle event that's going to be on September 24th. We will get more into those details later. Nancy is here to talk about drums and Jim Bay Jive and this event that's coming up. Before we get to that, though, since we have some new guests on the show, I'd like to talk to you a bit more, Cindy, and introduce you to our audience. So could you let folks know how long you've been at the Loveland Public Library, what your job entails, and how long you've worked in libraries and working with kids and all that good stuff? Sure. I'm Cindy Pfeiffer, and I've worked at the Loveland Public Library for 21 point. Mm, three years. <laughs> um, I applied for this job after I moved back from Holland. I lived there for almost four years, and I worked in the International School Library there as a volunteer. My mom was already working here in circulation. She also worked here for 21 years before she retired. And before that, my mom took my sister and I to the library every week when we were kids. And then I lived a block from the Loveland Public Library and had a home daycare. And so I was at the library probably more often than the children's librarians <laughs> wanted. <laughs> I had lots of kids. People used to call me the wagon lady because I dragged them around in a wagon. And uh, we would come to story times with Miss Chris and do all the crafts in the summer learning program. So that's my library background. All right. And you've always been in children's? Is that... I've always been in children's. I started out as an aide and substituted for everyone's story time. And then in 2012, I became a librarian one and did Storyteller in the Park and do the elementary programming and ordering of books for the older kids, the elementary age kids. That is so awesome. And you mean a lot to this library and to this community. And it's wonderful to have you on the podcast. Do you have any children's programs or events or anything that really stand out to you? Well, Storyteller in the Park, I was very intimidated to do it by the numbers and things. And then it turned out it was probably my best memories ever. My assistants were my granddaughter and then my grandson. Oh, wow. And so even now we still sing the same songs, even though they're 20 and 17. <laughs> uh, we sing songs, act out things, remember stories that we've done together. So that it's the best memory ever. That, that is so awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you again for yeah, joining us you. and for talking a bit about your library background. Now, Nancy, I'd like to get to know you. Could you first share with us a little bit about how long you've been in Loveland and your connection here and how you got started in drumming? Well, I am a longtime resident of 40 years in Loveland. I'm a parent of two kids and a retired special education teacher of 38.5 years. <laughs> I hold drum certifications from Village Music Circle 
Advanced Training in Health Rhythms Wellness Program, and the Beat the Odds Student Empowerment Program. I am a Remo endorsed facilitator. Remo is a, a drum company that you may know, see in the music stores and, and classrooms. And I'm an active member of the Drum Circle Facilitator Guild. I've facilitated drum circles from five to 500. And in addition to facilitating, I teach hand drumming and I perform in five groups. All right. That's that's awesome. And you're also, you're the founder of Jimbe Jive, right? Correct. That's... Well, I started to learn how to play in 2009 and then pursued the facilitation certification in 2011. And that's when I founded Jimbe Jive as a business. How did you first get into drumming? Was it an interest that you always had? Well, you know, drumming just hits the soul and the heart. I think drumming was always of interest to me. But it wasn't until I was teaching special ed that I saw drumming as a way to promote inclusion. I taught students with severe cognitive and physical disabilities. Every week, my students and I would drum with a different homeroom. And the drumming was just a wonderful way for my students to be with their typical peers. Yeah, that sounds like a fun way to make that connection and then yeah. kind of see the power and how drumming yeah. can really affect people. And Yeah, that program started in November of 2010, and that lasted until I retired in 2016. So there was some overlap between starting Jimbe Jive and teaching? Correct. It started at the school to have my students be with their peers. And then people started asking me to teach them. Now, keep in mind, I just started to learn myself. But, <laughs> <laughs> but as you play, you know, week after week, and then I started taking classes myself. And yeah, the Jumbe Jai business just evolved to include everything I do. <laughs> yeah. And what kind of performances have you been involved with? It seems like it's very community-based. Exactly. When I was teaching, there was one grade that we turned into a performing group when we went to the CCIRA conference, and we played there two times. The second year, Henry Winkler was there. In our oh, audience. wow, the fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, and he was just so overwhelmed by us. You know, he has a learning disability himself. So he was in our audience and then took time and talked with each of the kids. And that was just really, it's on tape. So <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Yeah. yeah yes, that's um, very cool. We've played for the Pooter School District School Board, school television, school assemblies. And then in Thompson School District, I had a group that played on the Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And then on my adult groups, well, we played several times for the library mm -hmm. outside and inside. And I think the first one was the summer reading program with Cindy yeah. under a tree. Yeah. And, a couple um, different parks, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then this summer, we had a drum circle. Cool. So is it kind of a combination of performances that people watch and then performances sometimes people get involved with? Well, there's the drum circle in which I facilitate, and that's for persons of all ages and abilities, and I provide the drums and percussion instruments and then facilitate it, meaning I can help people move as a group. We go from me, individuals, to we, and we perform a rhythm together. It just creates that community you know, in the moment, which is just great. Then the performances are selected rhythms that we've learned. Okay. Three and four parts. So if people are listening to this and 
are curious to learn more or get involved with Jimbe Jive or ask you questions, what are the best ways for them to learn more or see more about Jimbe Jive? Sure. I have a website, letsdrumnow.com. Great. I will make sure the link to that yeah. is in our show description so people can go right to that website. Or they could call more. Cindy and she can just tell them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or true. hopefully they'll see you both at this event and then yes. maybe they yeah. can ask those questions yeah. there. Yeah. Which is a nice segue to <laughs> talking Very about smooth. the event. On September 24th, there's going to be a community drum circle. So that's a Saturday. It is going to be from 6 to 7.30 p.m. at Hammond Amphitheater at North Lake Park in Loveland. So there was a summer drum circle. And I wanted to know more about how that went. And yeah, what was that experience like? Yeah, so we did our Thursday programs for kids and we had Nancy come out with her group and host a drumming circle that was really popular and really well attended. We had about 80 people, I think, there. It was just a really cool community event. People all got together. It was really neat to see how intergenerational it was. You had really young kiddos, you had teens, and then you had their adults and Cindy's mom was even yeah. there <laughs> drumming along. Yep. So there so. were there a bunch of different drums for people to try out or to use? And was there, do you kind of start a pattern or rhythm and then people jump in or? Mm-hmm. I usually start a drum circle with what's called a drum call. A solid bass beat is given. And then, you know, when you put a drum in front of anyone, they just want to play it. <laughs> <laughs> so having, having my drum mates Keeping that solid base kept it working well. And then I would, as a facilitator, I would ask those who have maybe a tambourine come in or a bell or a wood, and then I'll count down and just percussion is playing and then bring back everybody else. And it just flows really nicely when it's facilitated. Yeah, kind of giving everyone common language. Like you said, when you get your hands on a drum, you're you're ready to go. And it doesn't matter who you are, what right. age. It's mm-hmm. a pretty instinctual mm-hmm. instrument to play. It's, it's very interactive, you know, and I, I'll do different activities with different instruments. We use boom whackers. Mm-hmm. We did that. I have pigs, latex pigs, oink, oink. <laughs> <laughs> I have frogs, rasper, you know, frog raspers. So, you know, there's just a lot of of ways for that interactive response from people that works well. And so folks are hearing about this community drum circle on September 24th, and they might be interested or it sounds fun or maybe they have kids and they're like, oh, well, I want to get them started with some music. What should they expect if they're showing up at six o'clock at the Hammond Amphitheaters? Do they need to bring anything or have any... (laughs) Kind of expectations on how things go? Well, um, folks can expect drummers, including themselves, if they wish, of all ages and abilities. If they've registered and I know they need a drum, I'll bring a drum for them to play. I have folks interested up and down northern Colorado in this circle, so we're going to have some skilled drummers that will keep it going and add some fun to it. We also have dancers in the past. We've had um, many belly dancers come, African dance dancers come, and then there's just the freestyle person that just gets out there and moves. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's for anyone, anyone who wants to participate, anyone who wants to watch. And the Hammond Amphitheater is perfect because it shelters us from extreme sun, heat, and rain. 
We've had times where the audience was on the stage with us, and then they went back out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, so I'm glad you mentioned that because the registration is required. The registration will open on September 9th. And if you want to register, you can go to lovelib.org slash events. So that's L-O-V-L-I-B dot org slash events. I'll also include that link in the show notes. And that's really so we just know people can get their hands on a drum. Correct. Now, if you have a drum or something that you want to play, which it could be a pizza box. Those are great drums. (laughs) Kitty litter container, not the kitty litter. (laughs) Plastic bottles filled with rice. That's a fun activity to do with kids to make your drums. Mm -hmm. That's fine too. And I believe we'd like them to register just to have an idea for numbers. So if you need a drum or if you plan to attend, please register. And again, that opens on September 9th. And this event is September 24th from 6 to 730 at the Hammond Amphitheater at North Lake Park. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. It's also good to know you could just be showing up there to have a good time, to dance, to watch people drum, to just enjoy the park and the beats that are coming out. Mm -hmm. There's a nice cement sidewalk in front of the stage that if you have family members that are not able to ambulate, if they're in a wheelchair or a walker, there's a place for them that they can access the event as well. Oh, that's great to know. Thank you for that. So I hope folks are excited about this event and they're looking to register on September 9th. And I'd also like to ask you all, we'll start with Cindy and Monique. What children's division events are coming up in the fall or beyond? I know mostly about the elementary age programming. So we've started Chess Club up again, and that's on Thursdays in the treehouse from 4 to 5 every Thursday except for Thanksgiving. We have Brick Masters where we build with Legos and then Display Creations. That's the first Wednesday of each month from 3.30 to 5. There are select days for our tech afternoons, and those are always on a school day out, so go to our website definitely to check those because it's not a regular, you know, it's not a regular repeating thing. Then we have the drum circle coming up on September 24th, and then a really special Learn to Play Ukulele series starting October 27th, and it'll be for three Thursdays. So it's October 27th, November 3rd, and November 10th from 4 to 5 during Chess Club. So if you don't want to learn to play the ukulele, you could do Chess Club. All right. Um, And that's another thing to call our number and register for that. So those are the things I know for sure. All right. That was very impressive to hear you know those (laughs) dates and events. (laughs) Could, Could people... Can they register for that ukulele? Yes, uh, they right can. Now? Um, it's not really advertised, but I've actually already had two people register. <laughs> okay. For that one, it's, you know, school-age kids, but they have to have an adult with them as well. Ukuleles will be provided, and Kay Miller of Rocky Mountain Ukulele Orchestra, she's going to be doing that. And she did a quick half-hour hobby during the summer for me, and that's how I knew there was an interest in it. I guess the ukulele event or our VIP podcast listeners, they'll hear about it maybe yeah, before <laughs> everyone mm-hmm. else does. Yeah, that's okay. They can call in, and yes, that's a, that's just a bonus of being a loyal listener. <laughs> that's right. Um, <laughs> and Nancy, are there any Jimbe Jive opportunities, performances into the future that you'd like to highlight or let people know about? We have one coming up Saturday, September 10th. It's in Longmont, and in November, we're usually at Winter Wonder Lights outside. (laughs) (laughs) In between, I teach classes in Loveland and Longmont, and Bertha's Wildfire is trying to get some classes going as well. 
otherwise we meet every week and play and just just have a great time yeah yeah together. <laughs> so people should should definitely yeah. go to the website to, yeah. to see more about that and then we have a special partner for this community drum circle is that Correct. Roseanne Wheeler is an incredible sponsor of all great causes. Thank you, Roseanne. And (laughs) this is an exciting event. I think it's going to be a lot of fun for folks to take part in, or even if they're just there to watch and maybe the rhythms will carry them away and they'll have to dance. (laughs) They won't be able to help themselves. Register and and get ready to go on Mm -hmm. September 24th and check out the Jim Bay Jive website to learn more opportunities that are coming up or to get in touch with Nancy if you think Jim Bay Jive might work for something you're involved with. And before we go, I'd like to go around as always and ask you all what you might be reading or watching or audiobook you're listening to or something that you'd like to share or recommend with our listeners. And Cindy, we'll start with you. Okay. I am listening to a teen playaway called They Both Die in the End. And I've been walking at night and oh man, it's really good. It's really good. But my favorite author that I need to talk about is Ben Montgomery. He does nonfiction, and it's almost like a documentary, but told in story form. And my very favorite book this past year was Grandma Gatewood's Walk, about Emma Gatewood, who walked, who was the first female to finish the Appalachian Trail at age 67. Wow. It is the best book, I think, that I've ever read. Wow. And so I picked up another one by him, and it's called The Leper Spy. It's about a very unknown hero of World War II, a Filipino woman who had leprosy. And I just have started it, so I can't really tell you any more than that, but you should read it. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Yeah. Thank you. Thank Mm -hmm. you so much for that. And those are adult nonfiction. Those are adult nonfiction, yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Monique, do you have anything? Well, so the last time I was asked this question, I had just watched Coda and I recommended it when it first came out. And then it went on to win an Academy Award. Wow, you have a lot so, of power. The reach of this podcast, I'm just saying. <laughs> well, you know, we're the we're tastemakers. That was the second name of this podcast. Wow. No, um, so I recently went to go watch Nope by Jordan Peele. It was very good. I'm not one to really like scary movies or anything, but I really like Jordan Peele's style. So even though my hands were covering my ears and my (laughs) eyes were halfway squinted the whole time, it was still very, very good. And also right now I'm listening to a book called After We Were Stolen by Brooke Bayfuss. It's a fictional tale of these kids that escape a cult. Oh, wow. Okay. very suspenseful and thrillery. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Right up my alley. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for that, Monique. And Nancy, do you have anything? Well, you know, my life really is drumming. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. So of course, my recommendation is Baba Tunde Ola Tunje, Drum of Passion. And Baba Tunde is hailed as the father of African drumming in the States. He came to the States in 1954, hoping to be an ambassador at United Nations. And somehow he and a group started playing at the different schools. I've met one person who actually was in a school assembly, and 
she went home and got bongos. <laughs> and years and years and years later, she actually played with him, you know, at, uh-huh. in classes and, and performing. That's so cool. Yeah, so drums a passion. Put it on and it gets you going. All right. <laughs> Listen to that before September 24th and you'll be yeah. really ready yeah. to go. Thank you for that, Nancy. Sure. And thank you all at home for wherever you are in your car or on a walk. <laughs> thank you for listening to this episode of the Loveland Libcast. We have a special treat this time around because, Nancy, you're going to play us out. I am playing a djembe. It's from Molly. And I'll just do a short intro into an African rhythm called Shiko. All right. Well, thank you all again for listening to this. And, Nancy, I will turn it over to you to play us out. Thank you, Nancy. Thank you all again for listening. And we will talk to you next time on the Loveland Libcast. Bye. You all can say bye, too. If bye. You bye. <laughs> <laughs>Thank you for listening to this episode of the Loveland Libcast. If you'd like to contact us about the podcast, please reach out to Daniel at daniel.tate at cityofloveland.org. That's D-A-N-I-E-L dot T-A-T-E at cityofloveland.org. See you next time.